Hey, this is Andrea Nguyen, the cookbook author, and I've got a new cookbook coming out called Evergreen Vietnamese. You can keep up with everything through my Substack newsletter, Past the Fish Sauce. And, you know, one of the things that people don't know about me that I've never had a chance to admit publicly is that I have this mild obsession with Weird Al Yankovic. I grew up listening to his stuff when I was a teenager. He sang a lot about food, you know? Baloney means a lot to me. I'm Jesse Sparks, and this is The One Recipe, a podcast that asks talented chefs and skilled home cooks a big question. What is their one? The singular recipe that grows and changes as they become more confident, skilled, and adventurous cooks. This week, we're talking about recipes that stand the test of time with Andrea Nguyen. If you're not already familiar with Andrea or her six going on seven cookbooks, here's the short of it. <clears throat> Andrea is an author, a freelance writer, an editor, a cooking teacher, a podcaster, and a consultant. She's also the founder of the blog Viet World Kitchen. But all of that aside, Andrea is a tried and true home cook who reminds us all that we don't need to be perfect, prim, or proper with our cooking. We just need to be open to learning and experimenting along the way. You're really going to love this one. Let's get into it. Andrea, it's so great to have you. Thank you for joining the show. Oh, God, Jesse, I've been listening for a long time and waiting for you to call me and invite me. Are you joking? I, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? Move in with us. Have family dinners with us. We'll do it all. We'll make matching <laughs> sweaters. It'll be perfect. Um, but it's great to chat with you. So one of the things that I actually love so much about how you write and talk and think about cooking and food, you always remind us that cooking and learning to cook different foods doesn't have to be so intimidating. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got your start cooking? I was put to work by my mom. And, um, <laughs> she, I, you know, a lot of people talk so romantically about their mothers and their grandmas, the Nona, you know, fetishization. I don't have that. I have a mother <laughs> who recognized that she had a daughter, her youngest child, who was chubby and who liked food. So she put me to work because she had a family of seven and five kids to feed every single day. And we, you know, we were refugees in America. We didn't have that much money. So, so she made dinner every single night and she looked at me and she's like, well, you know what? I think she can do something. I'm going to start training her. And so she got me helping her in the kitchen from when I was small. Even when we were in Vietnam, she let me hang out in the kitchen with her and our housekeeper, cook woman. So it sounds like you've been cooking your entire life. What's your one recipe? It is nuk chum, the Vietnamese dipping sauce. Yes, I love nuk chum. Okay, so was this something that your mom like? taught you how to make? Like she laid out each step? Or did she just kind of throw you into the mix and let you figure it out? She strangely let me go at it. And she gave me very little instruction, aside from the fact that you're going to make the nook jam for the family. And I was like, so what goes into it? She goes, lime juice, sugar, water, and then we'll put, you know, other stuff into it. And <laughs> aside from that, there was no like, you must count to how many times you stir... <laughs> Right, there, the there are no specific together. measurements or proportions. It's just like, just, you know, make it. Yeah. So when was it that you were just like, oh, wait, actually, I 
I'm I'm really proud of this. Like, when did you feel like you started to get that recipe right? Well, never. You know, I it's yeah. it's the one recipe that I feel like I'm gonna get it right, but I'm always practicing. And I think that yeah. that's what cooking is about. And I try to impart that um, to folks who, whether you're new or you're jaded, okay, you have your good days and your bad days. Yeah. But something like nukjum is something that I'm always perfecting over my entire cooking life. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you've changed it as you've gotten more confident and comfortable in cooking? Sure. So nukjum is like the sauce in Vietnamese cooking, the foundational sauce. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about other foundational sauces, say, in French cooking, you know, there's always this like very particular thing. You must, you know, heat up, you warm the stock or the milk, you know, before adding it to the roux. You must do reduce the, the brown stock to a certain level before you add it. We don't give the same kind of due respect to a sauce like nuk jam. And I honestly, until I talked to you right now, Jesse, didn't think about that. But in my writing, I try to tell people to give a certain level of respect and don't just stir all the ingredients together and think you're done. So what I tell people to do, and this is what I did to survive my family's um, wrath, sauce <laughs> wrath, because yep. we're a family that is like, if that rice is mushy and my father likes his rice kind of dry, I apologize at the table. If the sauce was too sour or too sweet, I also had to kind of apologize at the table. What I started doing was I made the sauce in stages. So I create a tangy base at the beginning. And when I was young, I used uh, lime juice, sugar, mm -hmm. and fish sauce as my base. And I realized over time that um, very simple things like lime juice doesn't always behave. It can be bitter. And I also realized that people squeeze lime differently. Some people use a squeezer and some people use a reamer. And a reamer allows pulp and, and invites body into nukjam, whereas, you know, a lime squeezer, citrus juicer just like wipes all of that out. So you actually like will get almost a little bit of this harshness, too much lime juice in your nukjam if you're squeezing versus reaming. So I'm like, ream <laughs> it, everybody, you know? <laughs> and for people at home who are just like, I don't actually know that I know what a citrus reamer looks like. Can you kind of explain it for people? It can be made out of plastic or metal or wood, and it has a very pointy uh, tip. And then it has like these ridges so that you can really stick that tip and the ridges into your half of a lime or lemon or something. And then you turn it and mm -hmm. it allows you to extract the juices, but also you're going to get some of that pulp versus just giving it a squeeze and expressing all that juice out through holes. Reaming, as harsh as it sounds, is actually mm -hmm. kind of pleasant. So, so after you have gotten the juice out and you've gotten a little bit of pulp, what else are you adding into the mix? Well, at that point, I'm tasting and tweaking that, that almost like limeade base. If it's a little bitter or I've gone a little overboard, what I found over time is to add a touch of Japanese rice vinegar, unseasoned rice vinegar. And even though you think, oh God, that's like a tart note. Why are you adding tart to tart? 
Well, tart to tart is not actually just like sour, sour. It actually, mm-hmm. the rice vinegar rounds out the edges of the lime juice. Think of like taking a piece of fine sandpaper to just a slightly rough uh, surface of wood. You're sanding that down and really refining it so that it creates like a really nice round mouth feel. And then after that, I'm going to add my nukmam, my fish sauce. And the thing with fish sauce is that Y'all, you know, fish sauces vary. And so, like, you can't say, well, just put in, you know, five tablespoons of nook mum and you're done. I've used enough fish sauce over time to know that I need to kind of go slow. So my nook dum comes together a little bit slower. And over time, I have gone from even the lime juice and I switched it up. As you were kind of looking at all the different ways to make it your own, how were you choosing how you wanted yours to taste? The thing is that when we're cooking in our kitchens, Mm -hmm. I always want to tell people, here is my recipe. I want you to take my recipe and make my recipe your recipe. So your recipe is going to be dependent upon what ingredients you have at your disposal. It's going to depend on what your palate is. Some people have very sweet um, palates, like Southern Vietnamese people have have sweet palates, so they're going to favor a sauce that's that's got more sugar in it. And Northern Vietnamese, which my family's from, it's a little saltier. And I kind of split the difference. I'm like <laughs> kind of <laughs> salty, sweet, maybe sometimes kind of sour. So I write my recipe so that you're going to start with that tangy base, mm-hmm. and then you need to really kind of dial it in. And and then you're going to add your nook mum. But over time, with my new book, Evergreen Vietnamese, um, I started just making more of a vinegar base. And a lot of Vietnamese restaurants do this. And they, they make a vinegar base with distilled vinegar. I prefer um, unfiltered apple cider vinegar. And, mm. you know, apple cider vinegar, the unfiltered stuff has a very interesting savory note is what I realized because I was yes. like taking shots of it, help your immune system and all that. You know? <laughs> Dancing on the bar, taking right. apple Woo-hoo. cider vinegar shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> and, and so I, I now mix this apple cider vinegar uh, base with um, agave <laughs> and because agave has this wonderful round flavor. And it's not as harsh and it's not flat like granulated sugar is. And it dissolves a lot faster too. And then I add water. And then to give it a little citrus top note, I'll add some fresh lime juice. And if I don't have fresh lime juice on hand, I'll even use like lemon juice. And then I'll finish it with the fish sauce. And what that does is that it creates a base that I can hold in my fridge for like a month. So how are you using the Nuktum? Nuktum has a lot of different use applications aside from simply as a dip. So Nuktum in Vietnamese means dipping sauce, but I use it also to like season stir fries. So in evergreen Vietnamese, I was just like, you know, I got like this jar in my fridge of Nuktum base. So I'm just going to start dispensing it to see what can happen to it. So I would I so there's a recipe in the book where I'm just like stir frying cabbage and then I I was just like I'm just gonna throw it in there to see what happens. And it like created this this tangy, sweet, savory flavor to the cabbage. And then I finish it with lime juice sometimes. And it's just like it dinner's done, you know, a side dish is done for dinner very, very quickly. And um I thought that I was like really smart and I go to see my mom and I'm like, oh, 
mom. And in Vietnamese, you know, it's mẹ. I'm like, mẹ. I've got yeah. this new way to make <laughs> nước chấm because I know she's going to make me like make nước chấm for her for whatever we're eating that at that moment. And I said, well, I make like this base first and then I tweak it right at the end. And she goes, oh, I've been watching YouTube and I started making my own <laughs> nook jump base with like pineapples and some sugar and some vinegar and some nook mum. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> and so I feel like you know, I can't get anything past that woman. And so it's like she pulls out her jar, right? And, and mm-hmm. she's like, here's my stuff. And then she says to me, but you fix it. And so I start fixing her Nick Jumbe's. I thought it was a little bit too sweet. So then I added some apple cider vinegar and then finessed it with a little lime juice. And then if I went too far, I like had a little agave and I had like brought the agave and apple cider vinegar to my mom's house because those are like my little secret ingredients. And I stashed them in particular places in her kitchen so that I always know where they are. And For the first few times, like she just kind of looked at me. She just kind of noted, okay, you know, see what she's doing. And then recently on my last trip to visit my mom, I was like looking for my secret ingredients because she's asking me to to finesse her dumb base again. I'm like, where is it? And she had like moved them to like where she keeps her like pantry (laughs) condiments and stuff. So I realized that she started using them. I didn't say anything to her. But what I thought to myself is, here is a woman, 88 years old. She brought her family here from Vietnam in 1975. She's been here nearly 47 years of her life. She's been cooking. She's been teaching me things. And she keeps learning. And that's where I want to be with my nook dum and as a cook when I am her age. Oh, I love that so, so much. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for being here. It's It's been great to talk with you. Oh, it's just, just a pleasure. Thank you so much, Jesse. Andrea Nguyen is the author of the forthcoming cookbook, Evergreen Vietnamese. You can find the recipe for Nook Chum on Instagram at the.one.recipe and at theonerecipe.org. This week's episode was made for you by producer Erica Romero, associate producer Ren Farrell, technical director Alex Simpson, and digital producer James Napoli. Sally Swift is our managing producer. APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Schaffer, and Joanne Griffith. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The One Recipe was created by Sally Swift and Erica Romero. I'm Jesse Sparks. This is APM Studios. Go make some magic. <laughs>